the Word of God, the Bible, the Holy Word of God. So it's understood that it is the number one book uh, purchased in the world, meaning uh, after some type of record keeping, uh, it is clearly the number one, uh, the most popular book. Um, if we're if we're talking about books that people read or that people purchase or that people seek out to, uh, to find or to acquire, the Bible is the leading one. So it's safe to say that uh, everyone on the planet has access to the Word of God. It's written in every language uh, imaginable. And so if you want to say, well, there are some, uh, there are some uh, indigenous uh, societies of some sort somewhere in the Amazon forest who have not been reached with the word of God, with the Bible, um, if we want to uh, make that statement, I would say, well, at least those, if we are aware of those indigenous people in the Amazon forest who you know for, for a fact that they have not been reached with the Holy Word, then I can assure you that they have been reached with the gospel. But that's not what I am trying to address today. Uh, so I'm just making an... Uh, 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 making a, a blanket statement in the fact to say that everyone has access to the Bible. Everyone has access to the truth of God's word. But not everything, not, so not, so though everyone has access to the Bible, the Bible is, or the word of God, isn't for everyone. That has access to it. So I'll repeat that statement. So everyone has access to the word of God. But not. But the word of God. Is not for everyone. Who has access to it. So we know that. Um, what do I say that? So. So there is very popular these days where people will generally take certain truths of scripture and apply it in their everyday life. They'll take a verse, they'll take a chapter, and they'll hold it really close to their hearts uh, as or a particular uh, uh, proverb, a particular psalm, or uh, even a promise found in one of the prophets or or whatnot, and they. They hold on to these scriptures and they say that it's for them. They hold it dear to their hearts as like some sort of good luck charm. And they and they believe that it somehow will protect them if it's a particular scripture that's referencing protection. Um, and Or if it's a particular scripture that's referencing provision. Or if it's a particular scripture that's referencing peace. 
um, and whatnot. So these individuals who hold these, who take these uh, truths and apply, and try to hold on to them, um, but they are not committed to the one who actually spoke the truth. So the Spirit of God speaks the truth through other through men of God. So and so he that's how we have the Word of God. So the Holy Ghost inspired men full of the Holy Ghost to speak the truth. Uh, Jesus spoke the truth and it was quoted of him and it was written down. So individuals today they have who have access to the word they they take the word and try to say well that particular word applies to me though they are not committed to the one who spoke it they are not committed to the one who taught it they are not committed to the one uh, that is talking about it so it is not for them, though they believe that they, just because they have access to it, just because they're able to read it, just because they're able to understand it to some degree, just because they have access to it, it doesn't mean that they can say it's for them. So they can, and though they want to read and say, well, that's me, you can read some scripture and, and say, well, that applies to me. Though you are in rebellion, though you are in sin, you want to take a promise of God's protection, provision of some sort, and say that applies to you. N that is not the case. We know that you can have access to the word or to the truth of God and yet not be a follower of his, yet be like a Pharisee. So the Pharisees were individuals who had access to the law, but they did not know the God. They did not know the Lord. Though they had access to the law of God, they did not know, they knew the letter, but they did not uh, know the heart of God. So, and so, you know, it was, it was men who uh, thought that uh, they could find salvation in the scriptures. Um, you search the word uh, to, to, to seek salvation, but you do not know me. So Jesus confronted this in his time, and he confronts this to mankind in today's time. So people who have access to the Bible or to the word of God, they may know it to some degree, but yet they don't have a genuine, sincere relationship with the creator and the author of the word. So God's word is alive. He speaks it today. He speaks it today and continues to speak. And so man cannot just take what we what they read and say that's them. So there's that there's that particular group of people. Now do you have another group of people who are professed Christians even and uh, they profess to know the Lord, but they don't believe that, they believe that not everything that's in the Bible is applicable to them. Or, or maybe some of, some serious things uh, they will reject that it's, uh, and make a statement, well, you can't apply that to your life. Because that was for that time in regarding to the miracles of Jesus and whatnot. You may describe them as sensationalists, but I'm not going to talk about that or that particular group. 
But for instance, as an example, these are individuals who don't believe in the continual power of God in present time because what it was just what was written for the disciples then is not active for us now. But it doesn't just stop there. So when they read the Bible, uh, they won't necessarily or apply a particular promise that's found in Scripture, maybe in the book of Isaiah, because, well, that can't apply to me today because that's talking to the people in those times. So when they read the Bible, they it's very hard for them to understand that God is continuing to speak. They don't necessarily believe that the Word of God is alive. See, in, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. So we know that God's Word is alive, uh, and so the Word is God. So though they view the Scriptures very differently from how a true born-again believer uh, should ought to view the scriptures so they're missing out and they're going to miss out on crucial things especially when God speaks uh, when God speaks so you have those groups of people and then and then you have the other group of people who have access to the word yet they don't obey it so they're hearers of the word they believe in the word meaning they believe what the Word of God says, they believe who, who the author is, they believe that it was inspired by the Holy Ghost, they believe everything that's written in it, well, uh, I'll use quotation marks because if because they don't obey it. So, meaning they're hearers of the Word, but they're not doers of it. So, can you really say they're actually believers of it? Because to truly be a believer of the Word of God, and yet are you're able to disobey it, um, can we actually say you believe it? So if you if you if you read that God uh, brings consequences on the rebellious and disobedient, but yet you continue to rebel and be disobedient, can you actually say that you believe that God brings consequences on the disobedient and rebellious? Not not necessarily because see for so so it's like. You have to be crazy to do stuff that you know will knowingly harm you. Um, you know, if someone jumps out or if someone jumps into a, 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 a gator-infested lake or off a bridge, uh, they know they're going to suffer. They're, not going, they're probably going to die, uh, but they do it anyway. That's because they've lost their mind. They're suicidal and there's... There's, they're not being logical. They're not being logical. They're not, they're not sane. You, there's a moment of insanity. So, uh, and so for the person who does and jumps off a building and believes that uh, they're not, they're going to fly and they're not going to get hurt, they're also insane. So that, what, what am I saying? So am I, I'm saying that. So you're either insane to believe that these are what you read won't actually occur or you or you don't really believe what you're reading or what you have heard so that's the other group of people so in in all in all it's error all in all it's error and so god is contending with man's perspectives and man's heart and and he's saying uh well um 
I have, you have access, I've made my word accessible. But without the Spirit of God, it will make, it will mean, it's meaningless. So the Word of God says that, 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 that the spiritual things are foolishness to those who are perishing. So, so God's Word without the Spirit of God is meaningless. It does not, it's meaningless. I, I can assure you this. So at one point before I had the Spirit of God, um, I was attempting to understand. So I was seeking some, I was seeking truth. And I would attempt to read the Bible, but yet it made no sense. So I didn't really pursue it. I kept it on the side uh, as some sort of good luck charm, like most of you do. Most of you will put your Bible on top of your dashboard or keep it on your bed or somewhere as some sort of odem or uh, of some sort of to of, of some sort of good luck charm or uh, to 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 somehow like some type of dream catcher or some type of charm that you carry on your neck to like uh, ward off bad uh, energy and spirits and whatever you're uh, that other people are doing today but but you know so those those some of that's what people are doing that's what they do but so you must be born again uh, so that you can understand what the word of God is saying to you you must be born again and so the Spirit of God enables us to understand and to follow and to ultimately obey the Word of God so the Word of God the Spirit of God enables us to understand and follow and do and obey his word that's so so when um, you know when I be when I came to Christ it wasn't I was reading the Bible it was someone told me about Jesus. Someone told me about Jesus and I made a decision by faith to believe in Jesus Christ. And I committed myself to him. Yes, these individuals may have quoted scripture and I believed it because it was the spirit of God talking through them. So I made a decision by faith to follow Christ. And then uh, as he manifested in my life, it's when I began to search the scriptures and I saw that they were alive. I saw the truth in them. I understood them. I hungered after them. Uh, and I saw that God does speak through his word. So, it's all, so the spirit of God must be active in a man's life, in a man's heart, in a man's being so that they have understanding and so that they ultimately follow God's word and live out his truth and so that they can stand in front of him as faithful individuals so so the word of God was written for the believer uh, those who are going to lay down their lives and follow him. The word of God was written for the authentic, genuine believer. Those who are going to commit their lives to follow him. You, An atheist can, and, and many have, and I've spoken to many atheists who have read the scriptures and they're not impressed. That's fine. Because Satan himself knows the scriptures. 
You got Satanists who use the who know the truth of God's word. They use it for their rituals because they know that there's power in it, and so they they practice the voodoo's the voodooists, the voodoo priests or whatever. They use scriptures. Uh, uh, they use scriptures to to make their 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 whatever they're doing some type of uh, more active or however that works. Santeria, which is a Spanish uh, type of witchcraft, they use the scriptures uh, the, the, from the Bible to authenticate their rituals because they know there's power in them. So if, so so even though the Satanists know that they're the truth of so. It, you, you understand what I'm saying, like so. The demons and the devil themselves believe in the Lord God, but they tremble. So, but yet they don't serve Him. So I, I bring that up because uh, you can be an atheist and you can come with the wrong with the wrong heart and read the scriptures and it not do anything to you because you're not searching for truth. Rather, you're just reading another type of you're reading another book uh so uh if you're not searching for truth then the spirit of god is not called you and he's not he, the spirit of god has not tugged on your heart and essentially you are not being called for salvation though salvation is available to everyone it is available to those who are called and chosen so you must be so if you're searching for truth because you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ and you read the word of God with this hunger, you will find the truth in the life. But if you are, but if your, if your motives are out or something else, then it won't be effective. So it's a heart matter. It's, it's, it's a heart matter. So, uh, so the word of God will be true to those who, who are who will believe to those who will have faith to those who are sincere about following Christ so the truth is available to the genuine who will truly commit and and the promises that are found in God's word are for the faithful so those promises of protection those promises of provision those promises of peace the power of God, the love of God, all those scriptures that, that people like to hold on to, those are true for the faithful. For the faithful. Now, if an atheist wants to read the scriptures, or if an unbeliever or if a rebellious individual who's not committed to Christ wants to read the Bible, it is true. Though they may not commit to it, but it's true, and they can read what God does to the unfaithful. And if that causes them to repent, then that's a blessing. If by them, if an atheist reading the Word of God uh, sees what how God deals with rebellious atheists or with with rebellious, with rebellious unbelieving individuals, and then it it, it 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 causes them to turn to the living God, then Amen, Amen. If a if a lukewarm individual who is in sin uh, reads the word of God, though they're not committed to it, but yet they are, they read it and then it causes them to turn from their sin, then amen. Then that's a blessing. That's a blessing. 
but until uh, but other than that the the truth of god is for the sons is for the sons the truth of god is for the holy ghost filled faithful individuals and i just want to make that that differential here uh, so um do evaluate your motivations and do evaluate why and how and how you view God's word. And if you're not willing to commit to the author of it and the one who speaks it by his spirit, then it's vain in the long run. Seek the Lord Jesus Christ while he may be found in Jesus' name.